I'm working so hard and I don't even know what I did today. I, I don't even know why I'm working so hard. And that's when people start to fall off the train, lose momentum. Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. Welcome, everyone. <laughs> Welcome, Mike. I uh, don't thank you. Welcome, Chris. Uh, so, you know, in, in that intro, I, I, I think this is perfect for what we're talking about today. Um, it says, you know, the agent power huddle is here to help us sell more houses in less time while living the life that we want to live. And so today, that's exactly what I want to talk about. And it's about simplification. For those of you that know me, you know that... While I still have a lot of things on my plate, Diane, don't don't yell at me here. <laughs> I know I stay busy, but I firmly believe that simple is better. When we can find the simple route, we tend to get more done in less time, and we intend to enjoy. We uh, tend to enjoy the journey more. So simplification is huge for me. And and for those of you, I was actually on two weeks ago. And uh, I was talking, I kind of touched on this a little bit, but I didn't get to go as deep. And so today I want to go deeper in the simplification, because when you look at something like I, when I took this trip out to Costa Rica, I talked about this two weeks ago, I met this guy who was the groundskeeper for the hotel that we were staying at. His name was Dago. And Dago did not have a lot of resources, we'll say, uh, financial resources. But one resource that he had in spades was happiness, enjoyment. And I believe that a lot of where that came from was because he led a simple life. And when I talk about simplicity, what I'm really talking about here is prioritization, right? When we are prioritized, when we know what it is that we want to create, when we know why we want to create that, and we get rid of all of the fluff, that's called prioritization. That's called simplification. And the reason that simplification and prioritization gets us where we want to go faster with less stress is because we are focused on the small few rather than the great many. So rather than doing a whole bunch of things really crappy, we do a couple things really, really well. And one of the keys that we'll talk about here today is if that's going to be the, the case, if that's going to be the key, if we are going to pursue the small few, um, then we have to know very specifically where we're headed. What do we want? What do we value? So, Alex, how you doing? <laughs> Good to see you. Good, good morning, morning, uh, morning huddle right outside of the front porch. Good Perfect. to see you. I love it. <laughs> so, we're just talking about uh, simplification today, um, prioritization. So, um, like I was saying, that means that you know, if we're going to prioritize, if we're going to focus on the small few, we have to know where we're going. Otherwise, it's like, well, maybe a little bit of this and a little bit of that and a little bit of this and a little bit of that. You know, I don't know if any of you can relate to that. Next thing you know, you've got a thousand things on your plate and none of them are productive because they're not taking us in a specific direction. That's when we start to burn out. That's when we start to get overwhelmed. That's when we start to get frustrated because we're like, I'm working so hard 
And I don't even know what I did today. I, I don't even know why I'm working so hard. And that's when people start to fall off the train, lose momentum. So that's why I'm so passionate about this subject matter. I believe it is absolutely critical, not only in the success of our business, but in our, I guess, success in our life, like our, our, our experience of life, our enjoyment of life, our interaction with life. It all comes down to this. What are we focused on? Why are we focused on that? So really, we're talking about a process of elimination. So we're going to kind of go through a process of elimination today. And hopefully by the end of today, you guys have some, some strategies or some things that you can work with to help you simplify your life a little bit so that you can get rid of the overwhelm, get rid of the burnout, all that kind of stuff. So the first component of that is we have to know what we want. Now, this is a very loaded question. What do you want? I want a million dollars. I would argue you don't want a million dollars. I would argue you want what a million dollars represents. I want more sellers. No, you don't want more sellers. You want what more sellers represents. So what does that represent to you? If you have a bigger downline, more sellers, more buyers, more money, more whatever, if you get that, what does that represent to you? Does it represent freedom? Does it represent peace? Time off? Time with your family? Does it provide a platform for you to take your life or your business to a completely different level? What does that represent for you? And even if like that, even if it's like, hey, if I make more money, I can take my business to the next level. What does that look like? And what does that represent? See, so for me, um, I'm, a, I'm a pretty driven guy, you know, <laughs> when, I, when I put my mind to something like it's, it's going to happen. Um, and that's a double edged sword, by the way. Um, it's a good thing and a bad thing. But <clears throat> um, my objective for pushing myself, I've got a big goal right now. I want to, I've got 16 people on Dan's home team. My goal by the end of 2024 next year it's 525. That is a huge goal. So why? Why am I doing that? What does that represent for me? What does that create for me? I don't want 525 agents. That's not what I want. What I want is to be able to create a platform where I can support people, help people, watch them grow. That's what's really passionate. That's what I'm really passionate about. So if I can do that, let's even take it a step further. Okay, great. So let's say I can do that. And I have uh, created 525 agents. I've impacted people's lives through real estate. That's all fine and dandy. But what does that represent to me? Well, what that represents to me is a sense of peace, joy, fulfillment, contentment. That's what I'm getting after. That's what I want to go for. I want more peace. I want more life. I want more enjoyment. I want more, you know, passion in my life. So 525 is just a number. It's what it represents that's so important to me. So the first thing is, what do you guys want? You know, start with something like easy. I, I, I want 525 agents. I want a million dollars. I want 30 listings. I want whatever, right? Start with something that's easy and then go down the Y hole, as I call it. Why do you want that? 
So for example, if we had more time here, I would have some of you go down through the Y hole. And by the way, um, this just happens to be on the eve of um, my coaching, my free coaching program is going to start tomorrow. It's a 10 week program where this is pretty much what we do the entire 10 weeks is dial in what's really important to you and why it's so important to you. It's on Zoom. It's free. It's called the Playground Coaching Program. If you want more information on that or you want to attend, you know, let me know today. Uh, you can shoot me a text message. I'm happy to have you in the group. Oops. And I'm putting my number in the chat. So just shoot me a text and say, hey, I want to uh, send me your email as well. Say I want to participate. Um, my only ask with that program is if you decide you want to commit to this for 10 weeks, it'll be every Tuesday at uh, 10 a.m. Mountain Time. Every Tuesday, 10 a.m. Mountain Time for 10 weeks. I just ask that you do everything you can to be to all 10 um, weeks, right? Um, that's about it. So I digress. Um, anyway, the whole point of that is to figure out what you want and why. So if we look at what I was just talking about for myself, I want 525 agents. Okay, great. Let's start there. Why? Well, cause if I have 525 agents on my team, it means that I have financial freedom. Great. Why is that important to you? Well, if I have financial freedom, it gives me more time to write, teach, do the things that I'm really passionate about. Okay, great. So why are you so passionate about writing and teaching? Because I want to impact people's lives. Why do you want to impact people's lives? Because that's just what I love to do. Why do you love to do it? Because I love that look on, on somebody's face, you know? Okay, well, why do you love that look, right? And ultimately, as I go down the Y hole, I'm going to land on, I want peace. That's what I really want. And we discover that by asking why, by getting really, really, really curious about our life. So the more curious we get, the more wise we ask, the more the deeper we go in the Y hole, the more clarity we're going to get. And keep in mind, this is not a linear uh process. It's a process full of twists and turns. Well, I think I want this. I think I want that. I've been asking this question practically every day for the last like five years and it's constantly moving. So this is something, this is a, a, a practice, right? It's not a solution. It's a practice. So constantly asking yourself, why, 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 why? That's the first step in simplifying our lives, getting clear on what we want and why we want it. <clears throat> The second thing is to start making the cuts, right? And so if we know, I'm, I'm gonna use this example. I think I used this two weeks ago as well. If I have to go to the bathroom really bad and I'm running to the bathroom and someone stops me to, hey man, just wanted to catch up with you. How you doing? I think we all know how we would react. Not right now, I can't deal with this. I'm going to the bathroom, see ya and you go. Right? Because you know where you're going. You know why you're doing it. And there's no thing or nobody that is going to stop you from achieving it. That's the power of clarity, guys. And so once we have the clarity around what it is that we really want, it allows us to make the cuts. I know I don't want to talk to that person right now. I know this is not what's going to get me to the bathroom. <laughs> and I know that this will. So I'm going to do that. So, so the process of elimination really only works if we know what we want, but I'm going to, uh, am I allowed to share my screen here? Autumn? You yes, you should be. 
Okay, cool. I'm going to bring something up here. So when I was in Costa Rica, um, there was a, I've been very lucky to have been connected with a guy named Lee Colon. He happens to be a friend of a friend. Um, You know, one day, a few years ago, she was like, oh, I think you really like this guy. You should talk to him. I'm like, okay. Turns out he's like, he gets paid like tens of thousands of dollars, you know, like 50 grand to do a keynote for like Microsoft and these really big companies. He's a leadership coach. And uh, I talked to him and he was like, hey, man, I get paid way too much money by Microsoft. You ever want to talk? Give me a call and I'll help you however I can. And I, so I called him about a year later when I was in Costa Rica and I was like, man, I don't know what to do. I don't know what's going on with my business. I don't know my direction. And I started just rattling off all these things that I had to do. And he was like, just calm down for a second. Here's what I want you to do. And he sh- he shared this with me. You guys see that? Okay. Okay. He said, I want you to go through all of these items that you just listed. And I want you to put it in one of four categories, do it, delegate it, defer it, dump it. So, and you you, you can see the non-urgent, urgent, important, and important. Um, and so what I did is I started going through my list. Some of them are easy. I'm going to do this. I'm going to dump this. Some of them are not that easy. For example, coaching my son's basketball team. I used to coach high school basketball. I have the skill set, but it takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of energy. And so for me, um, I was saying I have to coach my son's basketball. And Lee gave me permission to accept that that actually wasn't true. What if that wasn't true? He said, (laughs) I said, well, I have to. And he's like, not really. What's the most important when it comes to you and your son's relationship with basketball? And it's like, it's, it's time with Caleb. It's like, that's right. Can you do that without coaching? Yeah. Can you shoot around with him in the driveway because you have more time and energy because you're not coaching his team? Yeah. Could you coach him individually instead of his team and actually make him better? Yeah. So do you need to coach his team? No. Here's the reality, guys. We think we have to do it all. We think everything is urgent. We think everything is important. It's not. (laughs) It is not. If we want to simplify our lives, we have to make the tough cuts. Is calling 30 people a day something you have to do? Maybe if you want a specific outcome. You don't have to call anybody. But if you want a certain outcome, then you do. So once again, defining that outcome, knowing exactly what you want and what that represents for your life is going to help you make decisions on these things. Does it fit into the box of do it or something else? Do you need to hire a virtual assistant and delegate some stuff or an actual assistant? Can you defer it? I was writing another book and Lee was like, so tell me how this book is going to help you in the next year achieve your goal. I'm like, well, I'm not very clear on that. I don't know. I'm just writing a book because I feel like I have to. And he's like, then defer it. Don't get rid of it. You like to write, write the book. Just don't do it right now. It's not getting you where you want to go right now. So this is a really important process. Once again, simplifying our life is about, it's a process of elimination. Just like when we're showing houses to buyers, it's kind of like, I want to look at everything. And then it's like, okay, that neighborhood sucks. This area sucks. I don't like that drive. This is too far. And then we dial it in and then they find the house that they want. This is the same thing. 
We've got to eliminate things from our lives that are distracting us. And, and by the way, guys, I'll say this. Um, simplifying our life is hard. Why? Well, let's think about it. If we all know what we need to do to create a successful, successful real estate business, it's pretty simple. It really is. Build relationships. Talk to more people. That's it. And every tool out there is saying, I've got the tool to fix your problem. 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 We live in an over-toolification society, guys. We're being over-tooled. We're being over-tooled to death. So what happens is I go, all right, so I can make my 30 phone calls today to my sphere. I can set up my lunch appointments and yada, yada, yada. Or I can pay $14.99 for this brand new tool that's going to fix everything for me. So I spend an hour screwing around with this tool. And then I go, oh, yeah, I got to make my phone calls. Oh, wait, but I've also got this tool over here. I need to manage my CRM or I need to you know, work on my website or I need to da, 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 da. So what ends up happening is we distract ourselves with a bunch of garbage that doesn't matter to stop us from doing the thing that we know we need to do. The tools are actually hurting us. I love uh, what, what's the CRM, uh, KV Core, but good Lord, you could literally get a PhD in just running that CRM. You could lose your entire life in that stupid CRM. It's powerful and it has a purpose, but if we're not careful, we get overtooled and it drowns us. So simplifying our life is difficult. You, you, Put yourself in my shoes of trying to decide coaching my son's basketball team. It's part of my identity. And I had to give that up. I didn't have to. I chose to give it up. And that was really hard. But here's the other thing. When I gave it up and changed my mindset around it and stopped making it part of my identity, I gained energy, clarity, time. It's a beautiful thing. So it is hard to simplify. We have to make the tough cuts. Going back to another basketball analogy, I remember having 50 kids coming out for a 12-man roster. There's a lot of bubble kids who are really passionate, and I had to make those cuts. It's part of life. So the choices are drown in a sea of tools, distract ourselves with work that's not productive, or get rid of all the tools, get rid of all the fluff, simplify your life, find out what you need to do, delegate, dump, and whatever the other one is, <laughs> uh, defer, and get to work. Do the simple things and do them really well. This is the last thing I'll say on, on this piece. It's about doing the small few really, really, really well, rather than doing the great many like crap. <laughs> you guys with me? That's what simplification is about. Um, <clears throat> so, oh, give me just a second here. There's a point that I'm missing here.
Oh, so I'm going to go back to, um, <clears throat> to one other thing that I talked about two weeks ago. So when we talk about simplification, um, if we don't give ourselves the space to actually analyze, reflect and refine what we're doing, then this will never, this will never work. Right. So another problem with the overtoolification that we're experiencing in this country right now is that it it stops us from ever just like slowing down. So my wife was climbing up the walls in Costa Rica. She did a really good job of hiding it. I didn't realize it, honestly. Um, but when we came back, it came out that she was like, I was going crazy in Costa Rica because we didn't have anything to do. We would sit there for hours, stare at the trees and look at the birds. That takes practice guys. <laughs> That's not easy to do because in this society, it's like, Oh, Hey, you've got some space here. I'll fill it up for you. Here, watch this show. Watch this thing. Oh, did you see the game last night? Oh, I got to go watch the highlights. You have space, fill it. That's what we're taught to do. If you're sitting down doing nothing, then you're wasting your time. I mean, at least that's how I felt for a long time. I should be doing something. I should be doing something. I should be doing this. Somebody ever have that voice in the back of their head? Like you shouldn't be sitting here. You shouldn't be sitting here. You shouldn't be sitting here. You got better things to do, right? So I not only encourage you, I like urge you to lean into that space. Create more of it in your life. I'll, I'll tell you how it has impacted me since I've been doing it. So when I was in college, I used to have lots of space, probably like most of us, right? It's basically like being retired at 21. It was great. So I had all this space to think. I would turn on music. I'd sit on, my, on the couch and just chill and think. Well, once I had kids, things got busier. And at that point, slowly over time, my space started getting less and less and less and less and less and less and less, and less until I burned out multiple times. Until I found myself saying, what the hell am I doing with my life? Why am I working so hard? I don't even feel like it's working. You sure I'm making money, but I, this isn't working. When I went to Costa Rica, I was forced to have space. And I remembered, I know how to do this. I remember this. Oh, my God. And I started creating that space for myself back here in Colorado. In fact, just this morning, I sat there. Sometimes I meditate. I wouldn't call this morning a meditation. It was more of just creating space for myself, just sitting there doing nothing, listening to a little bit of music. My wife came in. We talked for five or 10 minutes about some things that we're working on together, like life-wise and some different structure changes that we're making and things like that. She left. I went back to that space and just sat there with my thoughts. And all of these ideas started coming in. Oh, yeah. Well, what about this? What about that? Maybe, and by the way, it's not all adding stuff. You haven't thought about eliminating that. What about eliminating that? What about changing that? In fact, you guys are the first people to hear this outside of my wife. Um, I decided that for the next 15 months, I'm not drinking anymore. It's not because I have a problem with it or anything like that. But yesterday we tailgated at the Broncos game. And then today I woke up sluggish. I'm like, I don't like that feeling. So I might have a glass of wine with dinner or something like that here and there, but I'm done. I don't like that feeling. 
And that came to me when I was sitting there in the space. How is that going to impact my life over the next 15 months? We'll see, but it's probably not going to be a bad thing. <laughs> That's the power of the space, guys. I urge you to find more space because when you find the space, you are going to learn more about yourself. What do you really want? Why do you really want that? What are the things you can eliminate? What are the things that you should be doing more of? And next thing you know, you're going to be like that person running a beeline to the bathroom because you know exactly what needs to happen. You know exactly what's helping you. You know exactly what's hurting you. And you have no problem setting very clear and intentional boundaries around your life. Now you're selling more houses in less time, making more money, enjoying your life more. Like, I don't know about you guys. But to me, that sounds like the ultimate win. That sounds pretty damn good. So that's why I'm so passionate about this stuff. That's why I wanted to come here and share this with you guys today. Um, we have five minutes, so I'd love to open it up to a few questions. Um, if you guys have anything that you want to talk to me more about or dive into more, like sometimes it's helpful just to bounce ideas off of people. You have my cell number right there. So reach out to me anytime. And if you guys want to participate in the 10-week playground program, starts tomorrow at 10 a.m. Mountain. Uh, shoot me a text message with your email. Let me know that you want to participate. And I'll, I'll add you to the, uh, to the email this afternoon when I send it out for that. So um, with that, are there any questions or thoughts that came up as, as we went through all of that? I like the idea of finding space. I need to do way more of that. Just like really talking meditation really on me. Um, it's kind of, yeah. I mean, it can be whatever you want, right? Like it's, it's, it's not my thing. It's your thing, right? You gotta, you right. gotta make your thing. So my experience, the difference between meditation and creating the space and meditation is a form of creating space, by the way, mm. it's, it's a form of it, right? Another form of it is like today, I wouldn't say that I was like going super deep and really meditating. I was sitting in like a big comfy couch and just kind of like leaning back. I wasn't focused on my breathing. I wasn't trying to clear my mind. I just was chilling. Mm -hmm. So it's not that one way is right or wrong. Maybe creating space for you is going on a walk or staring at the clouds or whatever, just total silence. I don't know. You know, you got to figure it out for you. And, and by the way, I, I just want to point this out. You know, and, and Martine, I do this all the time too, is I say, I really need to create more space in my life. Two things. Number one, no, you don't. You don't have to do anything, right? There is a mindset shift so important when we use the words need, have to, must, right? We go, oh, I really need to create more space. That sounds like a pain in the ass. So we never do it. Yeah. But when we change the way we talk about it and we say, I want to create more space in my life, it's like, all right, well, then let's do it. Right. So you don't have to create more space in your life. You only have to create more space in your life if there's always, there should always be an if after I have to, I need to, I should. There should always be an if. If I want this outcome, I have to create more space in my life if I want to reflect more. But I would also argue at any time you catch yourself, hear yourself saying, I need to, I have to, I should, I blah, 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 something like that. 
rephrase it in your mind. I want to, I get to. Yeah, and just good, cool. play around with that idea a little bit and see how that, you know, we say, oh, well, it's only, it's only words, but it's only semantics, but it's really not. Yeah. Actually, I make a point of leaving my phone behind when I take the dogs for a walk. And that's kind of good, good thinking time. Love it. That's perfect. So that works. Well, I'm heading out. Thank you, Dan, as always. And see you tomorrow. Yeah, sounds good. See you, Martine. Any other thoughts or questions <clears throat> before we wrap up here? Looks like we got about two minutes. I guess I try to, you know, take time in, in real estate. And I used to be in auto sales before. Um, one thing I learned was that there's a lot of downtime between things that are going on as well. And I've realized that, you know, sometimes there's like a week where I might only have like four or five showings. And in those weeks, I've learned to actually enjoy, you know, those those breaks, right? Like, I, I think a lot of people, they think they, like you mentioned, have to be working all the time to really feel like they're they're doing things. I've learned that you you have to learn to appreciate the downtime when you do have it. So like, even like, you know, I like listening to music too. So I'll be like, I'll be jamming out in my car while I'm on my way to showings, right? If I'm driving across town, like I still yeah. see that as a, a way to, because um, I, I also follow a, a policy of living a lifestyle by design, right? Yeah. You know, I want to enjoy the moments of my days. And, you know, I try to find within the work that I'm doing, what I what I do enjoy doing within those things, right? Like I know I feel in my top 10, you know, I, I feel like I'm at my best when I'm guiding people in real estate, right? You know, I, those are, those are things that I'm, I'm trying to look for, but, um, I also like, I also like walking the dogs too. I I probably put on probably, you know, three to four miles a day, just walking the pups. Right. Um, but I mean, even so, like I'm so addicted to education already anyways, that is kind of a downtime to me too. So like things like this and, um, you know, I'll be listening to a podcast while I'm out walking the dogs, which I mean, yesterday, I, I believe I did like a 90 minute walk just around my, my city. And I just knocked out podcasts, you know, probably half the time listening to music, audiobooks. But I just find times. <laughs> Sorry, I just got a message from an agent over at KW. Um, but uh, I'm yes, so I I totally, I totally resonate with that. And one thing I learned even within the last year was to take more time for meditation. Um, which isn't it's really I'm very ADHD. So I'm like, I'm like, go, go, go all the time, right? So when I do like meditation, it's not like sit there, don't think about nothing. I usually have like some audio guided meditation, whether it's like if I'm, I know I'm kind of woo woo, right? You know, some manifestation stuff, right? Um, different things like that, you know, trying to just change the mindset that way that just kind of lowers the blood pressure so that when I'm meeting with somebody who is in like really high, strong attitude at that moment, I can just be that source of calm and patience. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm a big believer in, in everything you're preaching here. Yeah, right on, man. I love hearing that. I mean, you just threw out a whole bunch of great ideas there, right? So sometimes I'll zone out in my car, I'll turn the music off, I'll turn everything off. Maybe I'll crack the window a little bit. Um, and just think as I drive, right? Like a lot of us can kind of go autopilot on the road. Don't close your eyes, <laughs> obviously. Uh, but you get it right. Like there's, there's opportunities to find space all over the place, you know, throughout our life. And, and, uh, Alex, if you're anything like me and some of you could probably relate to this, finding the the joy and the downtime in, in our career for me was a practice. It took a lot of intentional, like practice, like I'm going to enjoy this time right now. Enjoy it. Damn it. You know, because <laughs> I know that the busy time is coming. Right. And, and so it took a really intentional 
uh, practice for me to, to create that. So sometimes that's what it takes. You know, we, we have to like make a decision, make the cut and, and just play with it and see what happens. That's, that's really what the playground is all about. So, um, thank you guys for being here. I want to respect everybody's time. We're, uh, we're a couple minutes, uh, over. So uh, I'll wrap it up here. Like I said, give me a shout if you guys uh, ever want to connect on anything else. Thanks for being here. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.